this is the one scott one not podcast i'm lucy and i'm the scott and i'm karen and i i'm not i'm not scottish at all (laughs) join us while we have a wee blether together about all things scotland from ghosty castles to myths and magic and fairies and folklore so buckle your seatbelts and significantly lower your expectations because lucy and i are taking you to scotland And on a quick side note, this podcast is not recommended for children under the age of 13 for inappropriate language and content. How are you this week, Lucy Bryden? I am good. Thank you. (laughs) Apart. That's my kids coming home. Yes. Because our kids are coming home from school. Apart from the snow. Apart (gasps) from the snow in April. How, How much snow did you get? I saw a really funny meme somewhere that was like, Scot- what kind of weather do you have today? And then Scotland, it says, all the weather. Because <laughs> oh. that's true. It yeah. It be super hot and sunny in the morning. Not super hot. Not like your kind of hot. Yeah. Our kind of hot. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. 70. 12 degrees centigrade. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is in your no idea, um. But you know, super hot in the morning, sun's out, and then we get hailstones, and then we get rain, and then we get gale force wind, and then right. the sun comes out again, and then it snowed heaps last night, and there was like snow everywhere. Oh, how much did you get? Um, not. I mean, it was gone again by morning, so it wasn't like. Yeah, um, Ohio snow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I grew up in New England, so, and my birthday was just last week. And I remember quite a few birthdays where it, there was a blizzard or there was snow or there was <clears throat> at least snow on the ground growing up for sure is definitely common. And I don't miss it. I, I mean, as much as I hate the summers in North Carolina, the whole rest of the year is amazing. Yeah. Like amazing. April is like I a have gift. To say, I do love. A little bit of snow. I love oh yeah, that, I don't mind it. That cozy feeling where yes. you're warm in your house. And oh yeah, you look outside and yes. everything's super quiet because yes. it's snowing, and the world goes silent. Mm. And it's just and you're got that snuggled up with your wee dram and your book by the fire. Yeah. I know, but it's all about not, it. Not in April. Come on. <laughs> Come on, weatherman. Get that together. <laughs> I have to say, it is absolutely freaking beautiful outside. It is pollen season. And when I say pollen season, I mean like it snows yellow pollen. Like the cars are covered yellow oh every single day. Like you have to use your windshield wipers to see out of the car because there's that. It really, truly is that thick. It's thick where you can. I actually. So our deck was painted last. Actually, it's a covered deck. Was painted last week. Four days later, you could take a dustpan and brush and sweep the co- oh my God. sweep the pollen. Like that's how heavy it is. It's absolutely disgusting. I think I might die in that. Yeah, a lot of people. Allergies. A lot of people do die in it. I don't have any allergies, so it doesn't bother me. But yeah, crazy town. So that's a, like a you know the downside, but it's like gorgeous if you don't count that snowing of pollen and i'm wearing my new t-shirt if you can see me on youtube this amazing can clan campbell t-shirt 
Rockin Who got you that one? Says we wreaking havoc since the Middle Ages was given to me by my Scottish Betsy. Bestie? Betsy? Bestie. Lucy, seriously, you made my... I was screeching like a freak when I opened this. <laughs> it was so special. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Actually, you have another gift coming back. Shut up. No way. Yet. That's so kind. Uh, it's Thank sitting you. in a box in my house. Like, just because I have been too lazy to go up to the post office oh so i see how i scene. see well this was magical when it showed up i literally was screeching like a crazy person it was uh, well, so fun it's very it was fitting because you do wreak havoc so yeah it is. yeah and my husband was so <laughs> jealous which was so cute it was super cute you know, i should have got you matching matching ones <gasps> Can I just tell you one thing? Since we both are book hoarders, we both yeah. love our books. So have you have you come across Catherine Briggs references like in your research for the past few podcasts? Um, have you noticed I have her name? That name. Uh-huh. So she is she the one that did all the fairy research? Yes. She is, and I think she was president. I'm gonna like just make things up right now. But I think she was I think she was the president of like the foot like folklore society in uh-huh. britain for like 15 years she was a big 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 wig in this yes she's an eminent folklorist and former president of the folklore society so she she lived from 1898 to 1980 but if you look at like any fairy wikipedia yeah. posts or anything involving mythology celtic mythology scottish mythology fairy folklore you'll see the name Catherine briggs coming up so i um you can find a bunch of her books on Amazon and they're like, like this one must still be in print because this came in two days. It was very affordable. But her like Bible Bible is called the Encyclopedia of Fairies, I believe. And I went to go find it. Of course, I went to Amazon. I was like, I just I keep seeing this book. So I have this one. I'm holding it up. But if you're listening to the What's podcast, you don't called? you don't know what I'm holding. Sorry. It's Briggs. It's called The Fairies in Tradition and Literature. Ooh, but fancy. she's sorted and cited in every like every main uh-huh. research and so I went on Amazon and that her encyclopedia which is like the bible it's like 460 page pages it's massive wow. and it's been out of print since the 70s oh, there was one there was one left and it was like $140 <gasps> and I was I actually almost bought it at for full price because I was like it's my birthday like that's gonna be my birthday present to myself because I keep seeing it come up over and over and over again and and then finally I was reading and it was like if you don't have any other books like this is the one you have to have and I was like well I have every other book so how can I not have this one but then I real I didn't realize I had all these um credit card points like saved up so many and I wasn't I didn't pay a lick of attention to that like forever and ever I never used them ever and I had all these points so oh, I ended up brilliant. getting it. I only ended up paying like $26 for it. Bonus. Thank God. I, it, I um, But I almost just whipped out the 140 because I was like, I need it. I need it so bad. So have you got it yet? No, I just ordered it yesterday. I like was, I was so, I couldn't believe it. That was like a present that I found this random stash of points. I listened to a super interesting podcast. Um. Oh, maybe um maybe even a year ago or something like that um and it was about 
the another woman who's written a dictionary or encyclopedia mm-hmm. theories mm-hmm. and it was on a theory and folklore i think or i have I'll another have one look at, yeah it was i do on have a one podcast i can't remember yeah. exactly which one and it was super interesting they were in they were interviewing her and she referenced Catherine Briggs a lot yeah like she was her inspiration and yeah yeah. You can't like avoid her. She was just such a huge yeah. contributor. She compiled like more stories. She must have gone out and just interviewed a million people. Um and she, it is a little bit highbrow. It's just it's it it does read a bit like a textbook some of her things, but it's just uh-huh. also like she lists them in a very objective way. So she, it it makes everything sound so just real and factual like it just kind of lays it out there she's very like objective about the, the stories and the and so I feel like I'm getting a dishload of facts although in reality I've no, I have no idea of anything is it, is it the kind of thing that you can dip into so you can just oh for sure things up in the index or just go into certain chapters or absolutely you need to read from start to finish no 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 this one is it's all this is divided up into this one the fairies in tradition and literature is is um part one is the fairy peoples part two is traffic with the fairies and part three is some literary fairies so she's she divides them up into like categories in this particular book so the categories are like historic survey the fairy realms tutelary spirits forgotten gods and nature spirits the host of the dead hobgoblins and imps giants hags and monsters fairy beasts fairy plants regional differences etc so it's great so they had a section so i know you're doing changelings so it has a chapter on changelings and midwives so you can like that I know. I was doing my research. I know. Fairy wives and fairy lovers. Just confuse me even more. I know. I the millions and millions and millions of bits of information that I found. I know. I can't wait to hear about it. You know, the last time I heard about Changelings was oh crap! I don't know the name of the show. There's a new show that came out. <laughs> And the the main character of the show, and it's like current day. It's like you know they do like a cool, they do like a making fairies cool where it's like posh it's happens in like like today's age kind of thing oh god i have to i'll have to ask sean what the name of the show was Um, and they they go uh, to like a cool fairy high school which is like in a castle what show is that that. it was a little bit it was a little bit teenagey oh it was very like cw it was the show that i would have seen at cw CW? in the states it's like it's like uh the teenager channel on cable if you're like in the states it's yeah, like all it was, the cool teenager shows are on that channel. It was definitely a bit teenagey, but I watched yeah, yeah. it just because it was magic and fairies. That's why we watched yeah. it. And, and she's could, a changing. And you could tell that that the person that wrote it was quite possibly heavily inspired by Harry Potter as well, because mm-hmm. the whole thing of like, you know, the the whole thing of this this kid that didn't fit in and hadn't known that she was a fairy and then someone came and told her that she was actually magical and she could attend the secret school i know (laughs) i know a little bit harry potter you think i know it was cute though we still watched it i I can't remember what it was called but i did i I can't either but she was a changeling that was the whole thing and she was was shocked to learn and there was a changeling in 
um, in Outlander as well. Do you remember? I actually in, am not remembering, and then I feel really bad about one, that. And it's the whole start. Of oh yes, yes, Claire I do. Yes, accused of she, being a witch because she yes, she hears the baby crying. Child. Yes, yes, yes. And then yes, someone, yes. I think Galus tells on her, comes and t- tells her she can't do it because the, if right. anyone sees her, they're gonna accuse right. her of meddling in right. the changeling. Yes, child. I do. Now that you talk about that, yeah. Yes, it's so cool. Yeah. And I, I am trying to remember the first time I think I heard about changelings. It might have been on my my 2017 trip. Mm-hmm. I think it was the 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 driver or the tour guide with of our tour who was amazing historian. And I remember she was the first one I think to tell me about get that. Her honest a guess. Sometime. She was. Some, I'm Facebook friends with her. I could list. I could. Let's, um. I remember her name. She wants to come on as a guest and do like a. She was amazing. That would be so cool. I know. You know what I actually did? I actually, I asked her about the Glencoe massacre because uh-huh. we were driving through Glencoe, and um, my husband's family is Campbell, and he was like, "I'm pretty sure we massacred like a whole other clan way back when, yeah. and now everybody Making hates the Campbells." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and now everybody hates us. And I was like, "What?" So I was like, I asked her if she could tell the story to it, and so it was super magical because we're on this, you know, big tour van. And I was sitting alone with no one next to me, and I had my camera running um, and taking footage out the window, and I captured Uh the whole story as she told it. Oh, beautiful. And it's so amazing there. And it's amazing. And she had a microphone, so you can actually hear her, you know. Um, And the footage isn't the best, but having her, having the whole story told by a historian in... A beautiful accent, like looking at the Glencoe scenery. It was really, really special. Yeah. So I came home and I actually I need to find it. I should actually like put it on our blog. Maybe when we do, when I'm sure I will cover that or you'll cover that at some yeah. at some I'm point. I'm sure that one of us um, is going to talk about that at some point. Yes. Sure. Yes. And um, so anyways, I don't remember what I was talking about. Oh, she was the one that told me about changelings. Yeah. Yes. Super cool. Do you wanna? Do you wanna? Shall we dive in? Yeah, I really want to learn. I, I only going, know a very. I, I would. Well, I went last time, so you're up, okay. sister. Oh my goodness! Well, I tell you what, I found so much stuff, and the more I googled, um, the more I found. In fact, after I had written all my notes, mm-hmm. which are a little bit of a jumble because <laughs> I found so much and there was just so much. So it's probably going to, what I was getting, the image in my head that I was getting was, do you remember when you're in college and you have an exam to study for and you read and you read and you read mm-hmm. and you write? I used to write out because that was my only way. Like there was That's some way I, of connecting it. I still brain. look at my notes. I still I do that today. Re- was reading and writing and reading yes. and writing, and I and I would go to bed the night before the exam, and I'd feel a little bit like the opposite of Sherlock Holmes. So like Sherlock. <laughs> so Sherlock Holmes has that super like, dumb. Super, oh, yes, super dumb. <laughs> So Sherlock Holmes 
has that like super organized mind palace thing in his head where it's like this mind map and it's all connected and he can just go in and find this one little bit of information and he knows where they all connect to each other because he's super clever mm-hmm. and i feel <laughs> like my head an empty black hole it's like an empty black hole <laughs> all these jumbled up bits of information right. well you're not and- alone girlfriend you're not alone and they will get spewed out and then probably in two weeks time when um, I listen back to what we've done, if I can bring myself to listen to it, I'll go, oh, shit, I forgot about this and I forgot about this. And I forgot oh, about I know. This. I know. It's all good. I won't know, though. So we I won't know. know. But what I am going to say is that after I did all my research and I was kind of researched out Mm -hmm. by this point, I then found a website that's published by the University of Pittsburgh. So if anyone wants to go and find it, if you type in Changeling Stories, it comes up in Google. Mm -hmm. University of Pittsburgh. And it's it's like a PDF type document or whatever. Mm And there are pages and pages and pages and pages and pages <gasps> of changeling stories. Really? From all, to, mostly, <gasps> not just Scottish. There's obviously some Irish ones. And because there's the changing changeling folklore, I'm just going to talk mostly about kind of Scottish or genetic. But mm-hmm. obviously, there are stories about changelings from... Yeah. Um, from Northern Europe, from all the Scandinavian countries, from Ireland, from England, from Spain, Italy, mm-hmm. all. And apparently one website or one podcast that I listened to said that there were even some Native American stories that were similar as well. So it's a little bit like how we talked about the other week. Where goblins I goblins were like everywhere remember i saw you about that it was like mexico and like what, south america I was like, what? those fairies are tricksy they are mm-hmm. tricksy mm-hmm. and they are nothing like the the yeah cute the little adorable fairies twinkle that, twinker bell yeah yeah that people think that i just said twinker bell but twinker, i meant twinker. i meant <laughs> that, that people have like they've you know, they've they've made out of fairies Disney or mm-hmm. oh, maybe I shouldn't mention the word Disney. Um cartoons have made these well, I, fairies and I yeah, think totally I know they do it in America. Well, I was shocked to find out, Lucy, and it might have been you who was telling me about that because we were we dove right into like our lore discussion way back when we first met in 2017. And I was shocked to learn. I genuinely had no idea that there was like a sinister side to fairies. I mean, because in in the States, 100 percent. Fairies are like little girls. They're associated with like princesses yeah. and sparkly lights and jewels and Disney and rated G movies. And like that is that's it. That's yeah. all the fairy education you get. And when when I was started to learn about real quote unquote fairies, um, it, it just became about infinitely more interesting. The fact that they're mostly 
real actual kind of mean bastards and really tricksy and this dark size and they also have all these rules and superstitions and things that you can and cannot do around and it was like this whole world of like and not only that there are so many different kinds of oh my gosh there's, there's a fairy that's does this and there's a baby that does that and there's this kind of like there's hundreds so many different species of fairies. yes there's and that's why i keep having to buy books because there's no there's like no <laughs> there's just no there's no end i mean there's like hundreds of names i mean even when we get to talking about what i'm doing next week it's the same thing there's like yeah subspecies and every town will have its own version of something and then they have a name for that it's crazy and then the fairies in scotland are different from the fairies a little bit from the fairies in ireland Mm -hmm. or fairies in Mm -hmm. wales or whatever and actually they think i'm going a little bit sidetracked here i knew i was gonna sidetrack but anyway um they (laughs) they think that there's theories on where fairies Obviously, originally, they would have been a pagan thing. So originally, they probably thought that they were just a whole other species of people that lived in this other world that was like um, parallel parallel to our world. But you couldn't see it. And there were different ways of entering. So that's where all these fairy hills and fairy mounds come from. Mm -hmm. Because... There's these certain it's places like their entrances. where the veil is yeah. thinner and there's an entrance. Like portals. But then there's also theories of whether fairies were fallen angels or demons. And I think mm-hmm. without getting too intellectual and without analysing too much, that possibly that is a Christian thing, is that they kind of turn fairies into this demonic type entity mm. rather than a magical or mm. um another subspecies creature. of humans right because then it was easier to explain maybe i'm just theorizing conjecturing mm-hmm. conjecturing myself yeah but that's okay that's the whole f- that for me that's half the fun of yeah. of learning about them is it really gets my brain going i mean the whole time i'm reading these books i'm like is this for real? There's hundreds of accounts and sightings. You don't have hundreds of accounts of seeing, you know, religious figures or whatever, but you have <laughs> hundreds of accounts. Of- I'm laughing because of Karen's face for those people that aren't watching on YouTube. I can see that she's well, I don't- trying to be very diplomatic. I don't want to make anyone mad me but it's just there's books and books and books and sightings and people spend their whole lives talking with people who can talk down i mean these are like real sightings of things and they're not coincidental i have i've had my own weird encounter which i'm going to reserve you better possibly better out with it how about our first ever listener episode I'll tell my fairy story. So oh, that's a great it, idea. You have to write in with a listener story so that we've yes. got enough listener stories. 
Yes. Or you can and, find it on and, our website. And, and a shout out to Nikki Webb because she has emailed oh us a goodness. whole bunch of stuff that yes. I haven't had even had a chance to look at. So Nikki, if you're listening, please accept our apologies. But we are on it, sister. And actually, Lucy, I didn't even, Lucy, I didn't even tell you this. <laughs> I caught, she commented on one of my YouTube videos and I was like, will you be a guest? Because she has so much to say and to offer. And so I just so you know, I invited oh, yeah. a guest yeah, we on our show. On, I was like, for sure. Nikki will definitely be telling your cool stories. Yeah, I want, because you are so, all about it, and I want to honor just you showed up for us. I would like to show up back for you, yeah. Nikki girl. So we would love to have you. I want to hear stories directly from people if they have something cool oh, to me share. Too. I can't wait. I want to hear so, it. Come on, get them in. <laughs> okay. That was me being bossy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that was? <laughs> So I, I want to hear about changelings. Yeah, so I'm thinking that maybe before I get too far, I should just say that, like I said, fairies are tricksy, and this story get this this whole thing gets a little bit like not gruesome, but not particularly pleasant, and it talks about a little bit of child abuse. So maybe I should have this not for under 13s disclaimer maybe triggering for some yeah listen with caution yeah just i i you know i bet that most of our podcast is probably not really a for kids podcast because no we only have two listeners anyway so it's the two of you that are listening right now just listen with care if you need to excuse yourself children yeah (laughs) don't be a bad parent like me so at the at the the crux of it changelings were basically not all, not always but mostly a baby that was replaced by a fairy baby so the fairies would steal the human baby and replace it with one of their own babies in its place and take the human baby to fairyland but it's not just babies so i will talk about that in a little bit but it was mostly babies and how would you have known that your child was suddenly switched so it tended to happen when the child was quite young Mm-hmm. and actually i'm gonna say now because it fits in better but there it could also have been young mothers or pregnant women or mothers that had just given birth mm. and then very very occasionally men but mostly either women or babies mm-hmm. and it was actually mostly male babies rather than female babies oh really interesting yeah i know any is there any reason why did they say um yeah i'll come to it okay you'll just have to wait Ooh. <laughs> so sorry excuse my sniffing it's like allergy season here too despite the snow it's like every weather like pollen and snow so <laughs> you're so, totally excused i know so so you could really tell that so people would tell that their baby had suddenly changed 
So they would start off life with this perfectly happy, healthy, gurgling in its cot baby. And mm -hmm. then all of a sudden, the baby would change. And that is how most people would come to realize that their baby was a changeling. Oh. Because the baby could look start to look sickly. It would have this huge appetite and it would want to feed all the time, but it would actually not really get nourished by constant eating. It would still oh. lose weight and not be very... Not thrive. Thrive. Not thrive. Not thrive. That's the right word. It might have some strange characteristics. So, huh. so it might not look quite baby-like anymore. Like it might have teeth or have hair on it. So might have a bit of a beard or hair on its body, like that fine downy hair that yeah, yeah. babies sometimes actually do get. This is a Yeah, thing. they totally do. There's actually a lot of changelings that can be explained away if you want to debunk it, I guess. Yeah. But um so it's this, mostly behavioral changes and not like physical changes. Well, the, no, because the physical changes would be well, I guess, that it would yeah, suddenly not thriving look a bit different. And, it would, okay. it would maybe be as the as the baby grew older, it mm -hmm. would start to look a little bit different from a, I guess what they would say a regular human being would be. Oh, so it would crazy, maybe creepy. have like it would be taller or have a larger head or its limbs would be not quite in proportion with the rest of its body hmm. or it could have a bit of a humpback or loads of different <laughs> things like that. Basically, literally terrifying. Basically anything that wasn't Abnormal. considered normal. Quote unquote normal. Um, so you might see where I'm going with this, but we'll mm -hmm. get to it later yeah. on because we do want to talk about the, the whole changing myth first so the other thing is that the baby could be a little bit more intelligent than a nor normal baby so these changeling babies would normally be noticed to be changed uh between maybe two and six months old mm -hmm. but this mm -hmm. changeling baby could talk or say things <gasps> or wow suddenly oh or it would laugh uncontrollably or mm -hmm. it would um, be interested in things that it shouldn't be interested in. Mm -hmm. It might have unusual behavior. It might jump around or be acting silly. So basically, it's any baby that doesn't normally act like your baby. A baby that doesn't normally act acts. like your baby. That is terrifying. So... um. They also might have different hair color or different eye color. Is it because it was a, someone else's baby? Because it was a fairy <laughs> baby. So the so, the whole idea of why why babies were switched. There's actually a few different reasons. So they think that either the human baby was so beautiful that the fairies wanted it so mm -hmm. quite mm -hmm. often it was beautiful if your baby was super beautiful you had to be extra careful that your baby wasn't stolen by the fairies because 
that's when the fairy, fairies would want it. But on the other hand, they think that sometimes babies were switched because just because the fairies were being evil and they wanted to be evil. So Jeez. you can't really tell those. Right. Like I said, those fairies are super, super tricksy. Or the the fairies needed to give their baby to the humans because apparently the fairy babies were sometimes sickening, not thriving, and oh, needed so they wanted human to... milk in oh. order to feed them. So I feel like there's a feed. lot. Is it true, just based on your research for this one, or maybe just your general fairy knowledge? I feel like there's a lot of things having to do with with milk. There's a lot of like milk offerings, and maybe that's just because it was like the life blood of people, you know, centuries ago, and it was just the right. That's how you nourish your baby, probably solely for years but longer than they would now right like that's yeah. really like your lifeblood more so maybe milk just in general is you know they don't have formula they didn't have baby food they just you probably just had your mother's milk for for longer and then so i wonder if it has a larger role in just in in terms of fairy lore like coming up so much i'm totally conjecturing here but i feel like the just the offering of milk is super common when it comes to the brownies and the this yeah. just all the baby things yeah. which isn't crazy but i just was wondering if you came across that sort of well definitely when i was doing research for this offering of milk was also an, a one way of trying to switch your baby back um, so that is definitely in okay. food, not just milk but you know other food as well mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. i think I, are there not things to do with milk and witches as well is that which is turning milk sour, isn't it? Oh. Isn't it the oh, witches turn their I milk sour? I haven't really done a lot of witch research yet outside of the stuff that I've done for the U.S. witches, um, which um, I haven't. I think it's, I think that there are stories of witches turning the milk sour. And oh, that is okay. one reason why they get caught out but i could mm. also i would need to do a bit more research as mm. well okay well we can talk about that when we do a witchy episode yeah, so yeah yeah so, so you're more so you're more likely to get to fall fall prey to a whole changeling switcheroo if you live near to somewhere that's a little bit magical so somewhere that's like a forest or a fairy hill or an old abandoned building or caves or bridges anywhere where the fairies themselves might live because then they can like they can swoop in and out really quickly and do that whole switching thing whereas i guess if you lived in the middle of glasgow city center you would be less likely because you would be surrounded by other houses and you're less likely to have fairies living amongst your midst. Um, ask these fairy changeling babies. So some fairy changeling babies decide 
I just heard Karen shouting at her kids. <laughs> so, some fairy changeling babies actually stay with their human families forever and some don't. Some decide to leave and go back to their fairy families regardless of whether they, they've actually been switched back or not. So the ones that decide to stay will grow up with that same problem. They'll have difficulty fitting in. They won't feel like they belong. And they are just those little bit don't quite fit in with the normal human. And so there's actually quite a lot of a lot of talk about how this whole idea of changelings is linked to children that nowadays would be diagnosed with certain kinds of illnesses so um things like jaundice was where your skin changed color and if yep. you had extreme jaundice then you would you would die. Archie, All three would, of my kids yeah, have jaundice. You would yeah, arch your really back bad. and you would scream mm -hmm. and wail and you'd be the kind of baby that was sickly and couldn't settle and wouldn't be happy and would be grouchy. All the things that they they claim that that changeling babies right. were. And other things like autism where your behavior is maybe just a little bit different from mm -hmm. other people within society that they now think that autistic people are possibly the same as chain changelings. Yeah, that's so heartbreaking. Yeah. Do you, so I know, and that's where I feel like probably none of those stories or maybe the people during their time honestly believed that they m must be changelings. Like that was their way of coming to terms with their yeah. baby not well, being 100%. totally 100% believed it. In fact, yeah. up, until, up until the late 1800s, early 1900s, it was still used as a defense in court for killing your child uh, sometimes. And wow. there's actually a famous story, it's from Ireland, not from Scotland, but I'll just touch on it anyway. Apparently, I probably have listened to this, but so long ago that I can't remember. Apparently, there's a lore podcast episode all about mm -hmm. this. And it's about a woman called Bridget Cleary, who was murdered by her husband and nine other people in the family. Mm. In the late 1800s, because mm -hmm. they had decided that she was a changeling, that she had been switched by the fairies and that oh she God. had to be killed. So I am going to talk about the methods of of tricking the fairies into giving your children back in a bit. And a lot of that is similar in Bridget Cleary's story. Wow. So they actually burned her, which is fire is <gasps> one way of trying to get the fairy to kind of almost jump away and What? That's horrific. Know, 
Oh, and the husband awful. and the family claimed in the trial that they fully believed that she was a fairy changeling. Mm. And yeah, and that was in the 1800s in Ireland. So people did yeah. believe it. There's another story of uh, another famous story of a woman who drowned her <coughs> child and said that she's just trying to get the fairy out of him and actually mm. used that in her court defense. And what happened so, with the, both of those cases? Were they well, were, th- were they excused? Remember, I can't remember about the drowning one. What? But the, sorry, you can't leave us hanging like that. I can't even All right. remember well, maybe. the name. Actually, <laughs> I've listened to so many podcasts and read I so know. many articles today. Um, yeah, like yeah, I yeah. said, it's just all like going yeah. around my head like this. And oh right, Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I, know. I wish I was a little bit more like Sherlock, but. So the husband of Bridget Cleary, he got 20 years in prison. Oh, wow. Good. And he then, when he got out of prison, because they were only in their 20s when it happened, so he was still a fairly young man when when he got out of prison. He then emigrated, I think, to Canada. But all of the other members of his family are... that he'd also convinced that she was a fairy and that to help him in this whole thing. (gasps) A lot of them only got maybe six months or a year. You know, they didn't get a huge sentence. Wow, that's really And apparently, whatever I read this or heard this, I can't remember, that um, apparently most of the other people in the area at the time apart from possibly the judge also believed his story so that's awful oh that's so sad and so they think that i'm i'm actually jumping ahead because i was going to talk about this at the end but it doesn't matter they think that <laughs> don't laugh at me. <laughs> i'm laughing with love don't worry they they think that that in a way, this was the the old way of trying to deal with children who had a sickness or some sort yeah. of developmental disability, sure, and and blaming it on fairies instead, and then killing your child was or leaving your child outside and letting it die was a well it's like you weren't yeah you weren't killing your child at that point you were killing someone else's else's right right oh that's just awful but they also say that there's that side to it where it's this way of getting rid of a difficult child but also that the times that people lived in food was so scarce it was such a hard life if you had a child that needed 24 hour care and extra food and you didn't have any money that that was a constant drain on an already difficult yeah and that's that's assuming you survive the birth of that child to begin with i mean i know Plus, they're all seeing fairies in real life anyways, so. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
so it's rough. I mean, their whole world is uh, is peppered with superstitions and yeah. just was, uh, their imaginations. Yeah. And so it's it totally just, the way of explaining why oh, something can't. is not the way that they can understand yeah. that it should be. I I don't think we can even remotely understand exactly what these people, yeah. how they perceive the world and what something like that would. Well, would. The, but also the thing is that who's to say that in 500 years from now, there won't be somebody sitting on Mars doing their podcast, um, but it won't be called a podcast because it'll be 500 <laughs> years from now. They'll be telepathically beaming into the right? listeners' brains and they'll be saying, yes. do you know that those people in 2021 thought that? Could you believe that they actually thought that this was this and this was that? So it's the same yes. kind of thing. It really is. I know. I know. It's. I know. That's why you can't. I, it's like you. I, as, as much as I want to be like, that is horrific. I can't believe that was happening. You know, at the same time, I have to like stop and be like, no, you have a, no idea what yeah. these people's worlds were. And that's why I'm obsessed with this podcast is because I'm finding just how interesting their worlds really were yeah. it, by these stories and these sightings and their belief system. I mean, it's crazy interesting yeah. and it's it's bigger and more colorful and complicated than you would ever uh, even imagine that's what's so interesting about it to me um so i mean and i can i can i get on the other side i can totally understand how it it would honestly be like a a relief not a relief but you would never because you would never harm your own child so this was a way so this so they um, weren't like they didn't they yeah, were removed from that pain of doing it, of it. Uh, uh, completely but they and especially because they genuinely did not think that that was their baby uh-huh. and not that not that they so were excited about different disabilities and illnesses i'm not gonna list them all but there are so oh, many yeah. of them that they that it's thought could be linked to this whole changeling phenomena but not oh, just really? that but but also the adults because the there's the whole thing of women being taken away oh, oh that's right because i was just i forgot that there were it was not just babies it's not just babies <gasps> oh so gosh with, so with women right it was newly oh. newly married women or new mothers and in fact when a woman was when a woman was pregnant they would quite mm-hmm. often hide her pregnancy. Yeah. Um, or, and then after she'd given birth, there was that whole laying in thing where she had to stay in the house and she couldn't leave. And I think that is partly to do with this whole safety of oh, not being okay. available to be taken away. It's okay. thought that the fairies wanted to exchange women because they wanted to take a newly married or pregnant woman so that she could look after their babies in fairyland and nurse their babies so she was desirable when a woman was switched so when a baby was switched it was for a fairy baby although saying that sometimes these 
weird ugly fairy baby that acted weird and could talk was mm-hmm. like that because it was actually like a 90 year old fairy that was pretending to be a baby oh that's a big pill to swallow so it wasn't even just fairy babies yeah it was it was sometimes old age fairies that mm. wanted to go into the world of humans so that like they could reincarnate almost almost like go have a new life nice as, and comfy right. to live out their old age we oh, were the so fairies weird. retirement home basically oh that's so weird i know can you that's... imagine having no. a baby and then suddenly you've got you become a retirement home for a 95-year-old fairy that's all wizened and ugly and wrinkled and goes, I don't like these bannocks that you've made. But then it just makes you think, who, who, what what then has they really been switched with then? Like, what? What do you mean? I meant, like, who really is there then? Like, if, if the change... Li- <laughs> the fairies can enchant you so that you don't see that you see a baby oh oh i i see what you're saying so okay. you see a baby that looks right. like your baby but <laughs> it doesn't because it looks a little bit different it's like so a who dis- in the matrix it's so like you look at your baby but then all so of a sudden that? you squint see. your eyes or something and you see that it's not quite right and then if you squint your eyes you see this see suddenly your this, baby's got wrinkles of gray hair and you're like this what? is like this is like finn Fogahim. it's like a normal story is this far and then the scottish folklore story goes all the way and there's twists and turns and there's offshoots and That's it's always it's still snowing in april we've got to do something <laughs> It's so freaking cold. We can't go outside. So we've got to drinking sit by the fire, drink so much whiskey and that they're like, wait, my baby kind of looked like a man right there. Or maybe just they were. You wait, Karen. Just you wait. Wait till what? So if you're a woman that was switched, they don't oh, switch God. you for another woman. No, no, no. Oh, no. no what? They switch you for a log. What? A log? A log? <laughs> that is that is not okay. A log that is Just enchanted. What? Like your wife. So you think it's still your wife, but it's That is a good looking log. log. That is all I have to say. It's a hot log. Your wife is in Fairyland, but you've got a log that is enchanted to look like your wife. What? And you'll only find out because... She just starts to wither and die. And then if you buried her and then dug it up afterwards, you would find that oh. inside the coffin was just a log. What in the hell? <laughs> what? See, the story just took another turn. As it but always does. there's also does. stories of changeling women being absolute grumpy-ass bitches. That are like so nasty and they're nasty to their children. And so. Yeah, that's because they're pissed because somebody switched their life around. (laughs) They're like, you, you go here. You. This is the fairy pretending to be the woman. But the thing is that the podcast. So I was listening to this really cool podcast today 
two. One, one was called Bigfoot for Breakfast, which was a really oh, cool podcast. I like that name. Yeah, that is one. cool. I'm going to listen to them some more. I've discovered a lot of good podcasts this week myself. And the other one that I listened to was called History and Folklore Podcast. So I think it was in mm-hmm. the Bigfoot for Breakfast one. They were talking a lot about the correlation between the changeling myths and actual modern day problems and Mm. what they were saying which i hadn't put two and two together before was that the Mm -hmm. whole bitchy woman thing was Mm -hmm. um was actually to do with postnatal depression Mm. and because it's in that time frame of the first year after baby's born and oh gosh so they for sure postnatal depression which is why these changeling women would be really horrible they would act yeah. really irrationally they would sometimes murder the children because that has happened in real life so i hadn't actually thought about that i hadn't put that together before yeah. i listened yeah. to that podcast so that was super super interesting yeah that's real and yeah i mean i knew you were doing changelings but i didn't i didn't at all have an understanding of how frightening and complex i know that would be i know i have that stupid things like that dumb tv show in my head (laughs) without you know just those like one second stories that you hear like the first time i heard about what they were like oh fairy baby switched with the human baby but when you actually stop and think about all these things so there's all these rules really like yeah Mm. just before i get on to that that podcast also mentioned that sometimes men are yeah taken away by fairies right but what I thought was super funny, like props to them, it was hilarious, was they were saying that in most instances, the men don't get switched by something else. They just disappear. So they get oh. taken away by the fairies. Oh. Yeah, they so did. So it's like the, that, that's like the 16th century version of the man going off down to the pub because his wife's at home with the three yeah. bairns and the bairns are crying and he's sick of it right. and he just Aww. doesn't bother coming back and so what they were doing was they were explaining why their husbands ran away and abandoned right. them and were shitty fathers <gasps> and shitty husbands oh that's so sad saying that they'd been stolen by the fairies <sighs> which i think is that they don't deserve that excuse quite frankly well, or, but maybe if you look on the bright side, maybe some of these wives like killed their useless husbands maybe. and then they were like, I don't know. Maybe they knew how bad they were. And so maybe they like slipped a little oleander and then they were like buried him in the backyard <laughs> and they were like, Oops. Yeah. that's what i that's what i was thinking like yeah. it could go both ways too i'm sure you know, murder was a lot easier to get away with than those i days. know there was no DNA. <laughs> lucky bastards no I'm just <laughs> no sorry I'm just excuse me youtube i have oh. to wipe my nose it's disgusting oh i've already screamed at my children and then i forgot that youtube will absolutely be listening to that <laughs> are certain things that you could do before we finish i'm gonna Mm -hmm. talk about this super quick there are certain things that you could do i thought this was hilarious to 
either ward off the fairies or reveal them. So the whole idea is that when you discover that your child is a changeling, you mm -hmm. have to get it to reveal itself and only then will you get that switch back where mm. you get your own child back. So in order to keep the fairies away, one solution is to get your child baptised. I'm sure this was the Christian church's way of controlling those heathen Scots that believed in fairies. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Get rid of fairies by <laughs> taking us to church. <laughs> I, I, we have the perfect solution. Take, take your children to church and get them baptized. That'll keep the fairies away. That just sounds like the perfect propaganda. Oh, they eyes. were desperate. They were desperate. They were desperate. Yes. yes. Um, so the other things that you could do <laughs> were to constantly watch over your child. Do not leave your child alone oh. for a minute. So they're all the stories of this child, maybe the mother... The mother just going out to hang out the washing and leaving the child mm -hmm. in the under a tree and it's in its cot in the garden, turning mm -hmm. her back for one second and mm -hmm. then going back and picking up their child and then a few days later being like, "This isn't my child. He doesn't right. act like." Him. <gasps> oh, it's so know. creepy. The, you could leave different kinds of herbs and things around so you could hang some hawthorn on the door mm -hmm. you might sew mugwort into the clothes of the child mm -hmm. you could it's i've got written down inverted coat and i don't know what that means oh so i google it inverted everyone. coat maybe putting the coat inside out putting and the then coat putting inside it on. out but that just sounds super stupid to me and i don't quite get what that is all about the only thing i can think of is either i wrote it down wrong because <laughs> i was like going a little bit do lally by this point either i wrote it down wrong or it is that whole thing of tricking the fairies into yeah you like you are not what i'm looking for because hmm. you Want. So if a child was really beautiful and blonde, because fairies loved blonde children, they would maybe put a hat on or they didn't have hair dye or wigs, so they couldn't do that. But try and trick the fairies into thinking that their child wasn't as desirable as it was so that they hmm. their child wouldn't get picked. So the Got other it. thing is to put some iron because you know in yeah. your fairy research yep. that fairy that iron is the thing to ward strong off. repellent yes a strong repellent against witches and fairies and all of that kind of genre yes. of beings <laughs> except for the red caps who wore iron oh, shoes yeah, but they're yeah, the, the one that's the one exception yeah so if you put some scissors in the cot, this sounds super dangerous. <laughs> open, that just thinking? <laughs> open. So you might ward off the fairies, but in the meantime, you might actually stab your baby's legs. Yeah. But it's thought that it had a double... <laughs> 
It's not a I'm just thinking about how now, like nowadays, you you're they're like, there should be nothing in the baby's crib. Like they're like, you can't even have like a bumper, no stuffed animals, like you can't dress your baby, like no blankets, like and I'm just blankets? imagining Oh, it's like all at least I don't know it's changed. My youngest is twelve, but when I was having babies you weren't supposed to put anything in the child's crib because like everything was a suffocation risk but you live in a hot place you couldn't do that here it's too bloody freezing i i yeah it's a good but no but now they make all these like these like zipping pajamas Ah! and like you know everything is like like rules and laws and you can't have oh they're so cute little nuggets and their little in this podcast and the onesies (laughs) too late i know so and now because no, I was just laughing, though, because I'm thinking about our, like, pristine crib. It's literally, like, crib, baby. And then I think of there, they have, like, open scissors. And those old, old-timey old scissors are, like, enormous. And they're just open gaping open, like, Herbs. pillows. Herbs. <laughs> Herbs. I sewn on the wrong way. Herbs sewn into the coat. Yes. They are a hot mess. Poking into the poor baby who's already hanging out with scissors. I know. So I was, oh, hi, Maggie. She's hungry for her dinner. Um, but they think that the scissors open made the sign of the cross. So it was a way of being religious mm. as well. So they definitely had to keep them open. Putting a Bible as well. Putting a Bible in around the child. So not only do they have scissors in their cot, but they also have a Bible. (laughs) There's a lot happening in those little beds. Oh, that's so funny. So if you found out that you had a changeling child, there were certain things that you could do to try to trick the changeling into switching itself back and some of them were okay and some of them were downright nasty and disgusting well it wasn't their baby so they didn't even care trigger warning at the start so the night i'm going to talk about the nicest one first so the nicest one was to get a sixpence and put your child in a cradle near the fire because babies don't like fire oh okay and put the sixpence like you you're saying all these layers of weird scottishness just you wait (laughs) (laughs) oh yes awesome just you wait like no wonder my brain is a jumble if my ancestors came up with this shite (laughs) i cannot wait i'm literally like on the edge of my seat so they do put the sixpence in a tablespoon with some water oh, and some salt and you what? have to dissolve the salt in the water but you have to stir it with your forefinger okay okay so you dissolve dissolve the salt i i bet you it's in a specific direction too by the way yeah probably and i'm already confused stir, <laughs> stir stir the salt with your forefinger until the salt dissolves in this tablespoon with the sixpence sitting in it. Then what you have to do is you have to moisten the child's 
feet and palms okay. on their hands three times in a circular direction, whatever okay. direction I bet it's, it is. Yeah, okay. And give it the rest of, give it, give it some of the water with the salt twice. So three okay. times hands, three times feet, twice, twice water, in the mouth, twice in oh. the mouth. Touch the head with the forefinger and say a saying which I can't quite pronounce. And the reason why I can't quite pronounce it is that the woman who said it in the podcast I was listening to was American. <laughs> what? What are you trying to say? So her Scottish. I am offended. Her Scottish was a <gasps> yes. So I'm not quite I'm sure offended. what she's trying to say. On behalf of all Americans. <laughs> <laughs> it, said, it was something like God preserve for us safe but I don't quite know what that means and then you have to but you say a saying and then you have to chuck the rest of the water into the fire and apparently this will help get your baby back so the Whoa. other thing that you can do is you can carry your child to a fairy ring or uh, somewhere Whoa. where the fairies live this is a bit mm -hmm. like from Outlander. Yeah. You have to take some offerings. So you have to take some butter or cheese or eggs and yep. leave them. And then if they disappear, <gasps> like the fairies have had a, a wee feast on your food, which you yeah. probably found it hard to get a hold of in the first place, then apparently you will get your child returned. But... There's also stories of people taking the child out and leaving it overnight. And sometimes their child would be missing in the morning and there'd be nothing, which meant that the fairies had taken their own baby back but kept the mm. human baby. Sometimes the baby would be dead, which the humans then said it was a changeling. It wasn't our child, it was a changeling. Right. And they were too sickly, they couldn't survive. And oh sometimes God. the child would be the human baby again and be fine and they would have had their baby returned. But modern day science would suggest that that was when the babies had jaundice and then the child had a bit of sunlight therapy uh -huh. and got better. Interesting. Which interesting. I found really interesting. That is interesting. So, Although I don't think one one day would do it, but that no. is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm sure it's yeah. all rubbish. So another yeah. one which is even sillier than the whole sixpence salt water thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm riveted. This is amazing. Yes. <laughs> wait. I'm one, so excited. This one cracks me up. <laughs> oh God. Is to trick them. By cooking things either in or out of eggshells. So what? make like tiny little cakes inside the <laughs> eggshells. Because <laughs> they're tiny little baby fairies. So, like, what does that tiny mean? Tiny little loaves of bread inside the eggshells. So you'd like empty out the eggshells and use the eggshells. As like the dishes for As, the like, fairies. The dishes. Because you're confused. <laughs> oh my god! 
sorry for laughing so much. I find this absolutely hilarious. You're confusing the baby. The yeah, because they're like, what the fuck? The baby <laughs> sits in his crib. The 95-year-old baby pretending to be a three-month-old baby sees their mum empty the eggs out and fill it with bread dough and put it in the oven and bake these tiny, tiny little breads. Like and the fairy goes, what the fuck? <laughs> and then the mum goes, aha, I knew you were a changeling. That's it? That's it's, really what's... Is truth? Yeah. Oh. The baby doesn't say what the fuck. The baby, that was me saying that. The baby would usually say... Um, you know, never in my whole of my life have I ever seen something so strange as that. With a southern accent. That was my Scottish. That was me putting on my sort of tutor. Never in my life have I seen So strange. That was my baby. That was my 95 year old Oh, oh, my. I thought you were in like Tennessee for a second. I'm like, did they time warp yeah, I, I, through the I, portal? I actually did have a bit of a Tennessee accent for a little while. I, oh, in real life? Yeah. When you were traveling? Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Oh, I want to talk about accents in another episode. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. Isn't that that thing? is a, so you bizarre. Make, you make a soup or a stew with crushing eggshells which is another way of tricking them because they're like why would you put the eggshells in the soup oh what is and so what it, it's actually world? a way of getting them to like exclaim out loud at something and so you're like i am them. a fairy yeah oh isn't that hilarious <laughs> that is the weirdest thing i've ever heard I have no idea. So they were all the what? kind of funny, nice ones. But if you want to be really oh, nasty. Oh, I forgot. There's darker ones. You I forgot. Chuck the baby, the baby in the fire. Oh, <gasps> what? Because then they thought, so you would either heat up a poker from the fire and put poker what? No, in no. <gasps> you Or you could wave the hot poker as close to the baby as you could. So basically what they were trying to do was fairies are afraid of fire and Mm -hmm. by putting this hot poker right next to the baby, people people listening don't see that actually I'm doing so many hand movements at the moment on YouTube. It's hilarious. (laughs) So... Wait, what is it? Like this? <laughs> is it this way? <laughs> and it would scare the fairy. The fairy would be, again, what the fuck? And the fairy would jump out of the cot, up the chimney, oh. jump up the chimney, and then they would get maybe a knock at the door and it would be the fairy queen or whatever. At the what? door with the couple's baby saying, uh, 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 you don't treat, if you don't, if you treat our babies <gasps> like that, then we don't want your one and give it back. And they just give it back. Yeah. Well, that, in that case, you're just threatening, 
you're just threatening with the poker. So that one's not that bad. Except except for the. So I don't know if you know about old fashioned Scottish fires. I'm sure it's not just Scottish fires. I'm sure. I'm sure fires in Germany were the same. Oh, wait. There's fire in Germany? But they had these flat griddle pans. Mm -hmm. For cooking. So it would be. It would have a flat bottom and then Mm -hmm. iron on that side with maybe a chain and it would hang in the fireplace so they could put them over Mm -hmm. the fire and they could cook griddle pancakes or griddle scones or whatever. Do you get that? Oat cakes. Oat cakes. Some (laughs) bannocks. Right. And sometimes they would put the baby on that, which is nasty. I know. That's awful. I know. Or... Oh, God. Or sometimes just plain up, throw the baby in the fire, which is oh, the worst one. I, I just want to know if this worked. I mean, I just feel like if you throw a baby in the fire. Well, it either it, There's all these stories. Today. So right? sometimes the, I guess the baby would die. The changeling would die. And, and then, then they would just be they like. They get their baby back and they'd be. They'd be saying, oh, the fairies are annoyed at us. They're keeping our baby. It was maybe one of those things that there was an excuse for everything. Literally everything. Our baby, that was actually our baby or our baby isn't being returned. So it really is no matter what, whatever the outcome is, it's always, it doesn't really actually even matter. I know. Because they had there's reason for everything that happens. I know. They had they did. They had an excuse. Cause I I suppose if you if you wanted to really analyze it in terms of is it sociology? That it probably yeah. is. Even though fairies are real. Don't don't piss us off, fairies. <laughs> yeah. We, Just we love you. We love you. Yeah. Um <laughs> Don't come, don't come for me. My my baby's twenty. You can't take him. Although I'm sure he's a changeling anyway. Actually, yeah. <laughs> but in a nice way. Yes. In a nice way. Um. But yeah, don't come for us. But if you were gonna analyze it in a sociology way, then it is all about childhood illness and explaining that. So explaining the reason and then dealing with right. it. Right, trying trying to yeah. understand what it is, where it came from, and yeah. what you can, and why why it's happening to you. Yeah. And oh, it also happened to someone else. It yeah. also didn't probably happen super commonly. Although you know, there are friggin' millions, millions of, of changing yeah. stories. Mill. I mean, they all follow a very similar pattern. Yeah, somebody notices a change in the baby whether it's the mother or the father or a neighbor and then someone says to the mother oh your child's become a changeling child and then they'll say this is what you need to do to fix it and it's one of those things and then they try them either with success or without yeah I really uh, tonight I think but when I was so when I go to bed at night is when I do all my reading and I am so reading this Changelings oh, and yeah. Midwives chapter by Catherine Briggs tonight. 
I think there was a lot as well. There was a lot of connection with midwives because there was an awful lot, as you know, an awful lot of distrust in midwives. A lot of women that were accused of being witches were actually midwives. There's an awful lot of hatred and distrust of midwives. So Well, it's because they're the only ones in the room that you can blame anything on, yeah. right? Other than it's yeah. not the mother or the baby. Who else is there? Oh, yeah. the midwife. Like, yeah. that's it. The father isn't there that you know what i mean like so it's she's the easy <laughs> she's the only one there to point the finger yeah. at they know everything right they know yeah. more than someone else so they have a lot of power which is probably intimidating um i cannot chapter, wait to read more about these there's a whole chapter to be honest in, sorry there's a whole chapter in this book as well which is is it this one or is it scotch fairly this one's Scottish Fairy Belief. This one's got quite a lot of stuff on Changelings as well, which is really oh. interesting. Have you got oh, book? I've no, I don't. I've ordered, I've ordered embarrassingly in large numbers. Oh, of I books know, lately. I know. It's really bad. Um, and also, I've, this is another good one. If anyone is interested, it's called The Lore of Scotland. Who was that one by? Oh, I just ordered that one yesterday. <laughs> It's really I good. ordered that one yesterday. Is that by Catherine somebody? Is that by a woman? Jennifer? Westwood and Kings Hill. Yes. I literally listened to a podcast yesterday. It was excellent. And at the end of the podcast, he said, if you're only going to buy one book on fairy lore, and I literally was like, hold up. Let me get my notes app out. What podcast was that? It was so good. Um, actually, I screenshotted. Let me. I took a screenshot of the three that I listened to yesterday they were all excellent and um let me see if I can find it really quickly oh where was it it was really really good this one in particular I guess I didn't so oh one was one was called um mama uh malicious mamas uh-huh. which I thought was going to be sort of maybe a, like a little like ours, just loose cash and making fun of. But actually, she was super a million times more, more professional, professional than we we will ever be. So her name a little bit belied the tone of her of her podcast. Um, but no, but but I'm saying that almost as like a compliment. It was, she did a really good job. Um, oh, this was I believe it was listed on this. I think it was called. So this is, I think he has a regular podcast and then he has a spinoff podcast where he did, he did like a, where is that? He did like a little, yeah, he did like a little spinoff. Is this it? Okay, sorry. I'm searching through. I will, I'll let you know because I'm not finding it quickly enough. Yeah. Okay. There was three I listened to, and and they were all excellent. Yeah, well, that's and a good book. That's, that, I haven't read a lot of it yet. What I'm tending to do is just find, look up the bits I need for the particular yeah. bits I'm talking about. But there's so much in here. It's so it's going to oh, keep me going for a long time. This Here, this one, the podcast is called Unearthed. Ah. It was super good. Super good. Um, do you have more? Nope. This, I feel like That's I not was not, inter- not to be negative, but I wasn't super like 
intrigued about changing. Like I knew it was a thing and I personally wasn't gonna, I didn't have my sights on doing an episode myself. You know, like I yeah. was, didn't really, wasn't, I didn't want to read about them. I just was, I was happy that you were doing it because I, then I could be lazy and not have to. <laughs> but <laughs> I wasn't like super burning to learn about uh-huh. them. I learned so many you know, crazy, all, interesting yeah. things. All I had like, in really my head crazy. before we started was the whole thing of this Just switch, switching. switching the babies. Yeah. But this is and like a whole... I didn't know all that stuff about eggshells and iron scissors and yeah. illnesses. And it was so interesting. And yeah. actually... I'm going to stop speaking about it because we've been going on for ages. But if you are interested, that that um, University of Pittsburgh, I think it was, website mm-hmm. had so many stories that all yeah. the different. So I didn't speak about any particular story. I just did it in general. But if you want to yeah, read yeah, yeah. particular stories, there is a mm-hmm. ton on there. And it, it's so interesting. So interesting how similar a lot of them are as well. Um, not just in Scotland, in lots of... Obviously, there's differences. Apparently, the some of the traditions about what to do to get rid of a fairy changeling or what to do to ward off a fairy changeling differ from country to country. So it's mm-hmm. different in Sweden sure. than it is in Scotland, for example. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. there's also a lot of similarities as well. It's just so interesting. Yeah, no, I'm going to devour this chapter and then I will can talk more about it and learn more about it. It's really interesting. And just like, I, and you, especially I appreciated stopping to think about all the ramifications like what does that really mean yeah. what was really going on why did they do it and then it's like really like wow yeah and I have such sympathy they were so ignorant they had like zero health care like zero no, I mean they, they were no solving any of these problems. they had nothing I don't even know why the human race is even here today with just how I mean having three babies myself I mean I would have died in no doubt with my first baby absolutely and he was in the NICU he was severely jaundiced like like this whole thing like we would have both died yeah like there's just easily like no question and how how did they go through all of this totally alone in the middle of the woods like like how is anyone even here today you know, the no, I think a lot of them did not. Rate was really high, yeah. and well, it's because they're like also, tossing their babies in the fire. The, the <laughs> women, a lot of the women that died in oh, pregnancy even. or childbirth, I would have died for sure. In pregnancy. Oh, yeah, I'm sure most of us would have. Oh. I mean, absolutely. It's really like when you really stop and think about it and put yourself back there. I know. It's it's insane. It's even more insane than just the superficial storytelling of it. But I cannot wait to dive into that. Next week, I'm going to be talking about the Ben Nee, which the is what? the Scot. It's called the Ben Nee oh, yeah. or Ben Nia, uh-huh. which is the Scottish version of the Banshee. Oh so the- yes, I love a Banshee. <laughs> yeah, but Banshee is only in Ireland. Did you know that? I think a little bit of Scotland, but that's really an Irish yeah. thing. I think that and they've become called Banshees here as well. Right. But actually, like the, they're not an 
They're and not the same, though. Technically, yeah. to the according to the like fairy lore experts, I think they're separate. Oh. They look different. They act different. And so the Benia or the Benny is is just in Scotland. I can't wait Banshee. to hear. Yeah, it's super, super interesting. I don't know if you feel uh, this way, but I feel like as each week goes on, um, I'm just loving learning so much about all of these things. I, I can't believe how much there is on all of this, this whole subject. I was, I just think that we're like at the tip of an iceberg. Maybe by the time we've done. 150 episodes will be super experts and we can write postgraduate dissertations on the folklore <laughs> well and you know what else i've kind of come to realize too is that like seeing katherine briggs bible of a book be out of print since the 70s makes me so sad yeah because it means that that is showing that there's a disinterest in the topic. And um, like the, I only asked for two things, two books for my birthday was all that I asked for this year. And both of them were out of print, uh, you know, like yeah. not no longer available. And they were, both were on fairy Celtic art and sketching and drawings by like masters. And I'm like... This is almost like I've been I've been finding like a deeper re- reason to have the podcast other than just like drinking and hanging out with my best friend. But it's also to like, let's actually maybe we could actually help keep some of yeah, these stories definitely. going for longer so and bring important. them to more people. Well, they're just they are. And they're so they really are. And I they're, think and they're, it's such a part of our history as well that a lot of people have just completely forgotten about. And I think a lot of them, even though people would maybe chuckle or dismiss them or just think they're stupid, actually a lot of them connects us with our with nature and our surroundings mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a way that is disconnected nowadays. Absolutely. It also just helps. I find it helps me to like slow down a hot minute. Yeah. Like everything in this world is like I mean in my life especially it's like go 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 you know there's like 50,000 things and social media and like blah 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 blah. and like when I sit and I learn about it you're really talking about like a time when like life was still and the human imagination was going insane and like what are these stories and it's so freaking fascinating like this is what humans were like living and talking about and breathing about at one point and like I just feel like it's such important to like nod for a minute and acknowledge like this was their life and like holy crap this is what they are like thinking about and doing and I just it makes me like get out of my own like life obsession like me i'm doing all this and like think about someone else and think about a different time and a different land and and it helps like put what i'm going through in perspective of like all right chill out like yeah you can go to target later like you know what i mean like god it just knocks something exactly the same perspective were you when i was in my kitchen and i think i was just getting something out of the fridge and cooking it and I was thinking, how lucky am I? <laughs> yeah. How lucky am yeah. I that I don't 
that first of all, I can basically just go to the supermarket and pick whatever I want off the shelves. Mm -hmm. Even when there was the mad pasta shortage of 2020 and the mad toilet paper. Toilet paper crisis. Yep. Come on, people were going crazy because they couldn't get pasta, crazy. pasta sauce. I like know. there's rice there. Like it's really not that Well, hard. that's funny. That's funny that you say that because when everyone was freaking out about the toilet paper. So I spent three months in Africa and there was no toilet paper. And I just remember being like, I could think of 20 things that I could substitute for toilet paper in my house right now. I wouldn't even have to go to the store to buy it. Like, come on, people. You can use napkins. You can use tissues. You can use paper. You can use paper. Like, you're not going to die if you don't have the perfect roll of toilet paper. Spoiled, in a way. Yes. And so, um, it's... Just we're just not adapting. Like we we, don't, we forget how to like use things so in our easy. environment. Life and our, is so it's, easy in a way yes. for us compared to the way that they lived in the 1500s, oh 1700s, even the early 1900s. I would say even up until maybe the 1960s, life was, <laughs> is so it's yeah. so different for us and people so different. Are, well, even from our generation to pasta. our kids' generation. Yeah, I yeah. know. Well, even yeah. compared, wouldn't you say, even compared to uh, the 90s, when I oh, was for sure. in college, you know, it's Absolutely. Different. We didn't have smartphones and all this stuff. It's It really is cool. And honestly, too, I feel like we can use the advantages of what we have in 2020 or this yeah. part of in this century to magnify the stories and like yeah. to bring them. And it's fun to talk about them in a, in a fun way. It doesn't have to be like dry and educational and like boring. It can be like hanging out and chattering yeah. about it. Like we would hang chattering about something else. And actually that segues really quickly. I know we've been chattering a hundred for a hundred years, but <laughs> what I found so funny is that you, how you were laughing. I have such like eighties hair right now. I can't even, Did you um, notice how you, a tartan headband I know you're so cute. Yeah. I did notice. And you're, by the way, I had a zoom call earlier and everyone in the zoom call had braids and you have braids and now I'm like feeling where are my braids. This is so cute. I did not get the braids memo and it makes no, me sad. I but I was laughing. I The reason I picked the Ben Nia or the Ben Nia is because I, the one thing that I wrote about it was so freaking hilarious. And what I thought was interesting is that even though these other podcasts that I listen to, when they get to this part that's like, oh my God, everybody, no one is laughing about it. No one was even chuckling about it. And I'm like, what is wrong with you people? Even though they're more professional, smarter, like better produced than our <laughs> podcast will ever be in 100 years. I still was like, guys, we have to talk about the elephant in the room. Why is no one talking about this? this is oh, ridiculous. No, the, the, the egg, should, the egg. The eggy bread. Yes. The egg, yes. egg shell bread. Yes. We need to talk about that part. Like, we need to take a minute and laugh our asses off because that exactly. is funny schnitzel right there. So that's like, I feel like that can be our contribution. It's like, no, no, no. We need to really talk about what these stories are. <laughs> it's okay to laugh at them too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just you wait. Just wait. you wait. wait. It's crazy town you're gonna die i might have to do a drawing to accompany it because i have to like put the visual well, maybe on I paper do die, i just don't want like a wailing banshee standing next to me 
<laughs> no, you don't. Well, you would die after the wailing banshees. If she's already wailing, then Was there yeah, not just a run. Oh, we can't start talking about banshees. We'll be here yeah, for we another can't. three hours. All right. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Share the podcast with all of your friends, all your kooky weirdo friends that love folklore yeah. and fairy lore like we do. We would super appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And we will be back next week with um, talking about the Banshee of Scotland, Scotland's version. And you can find which us is on funnier. Instagram. And you can find oh, my God. And holy yeah. cow, I almost forgot. I almost forgot our journals. some really gorgeous These, journals. If you're watching this on YouTube, you have to check this out because I'm obsessed. Yeah. So actually, this is the one, this journal called Whisper of Elves, I'm obsessed with. It's that it has the most beautiful, gorgeous photographs inside. You can only see this if you're on YouTube, but you can actually go to onescottonot.com and see um, see the journals there or Amazon anywhere. But this is the one that I was designing when I was in the haunted hotel uh-huh. and my son was dead asleep and I was trying to like stay awake but distract myself completely because I was like terrified this is what I made that night in bed like yeah. freak, so if you freaking want some the- cool blank journals to write in yeah. you'll find them on either on our website we'll take you to Amazon I'm, or you could just go straight to Amazon search up my name or Karen's name and oh my god I'm find obsessed them. Yeah, if you if you search Karen Campbell books, I have about 24 books out, I think. I have so many, but the photographs in our blank journals are beautiful. Yeah. And they're not all blank. There's things on every single page to help inspire you and like I just I'm obsessed with these these big square journals. Yeah. I the think photographs in them. I can't wait. I want to get some I'm as obsessed. well. I'm going to have to order some for myself. This one though, hands down is my favorite. Like I can't get over her. <clears throat> she's so amazingly beautiful whisper of elves and realm of the fairy queen is my other favorite and square one journal which loads of people have ripped off already oh my Amazon. god yeah we might have to talk about that for a hot second yeah. i'm gonna show it actually if you're watching on youtube yeah some so somebody have... we we had we've got so, our forest fairy journal so i then... i created i created this one which so if I... you're watching on youtube it has a single fern curling frond yeah. on the and front cover and it, it like says mid-february i think and then all yes. of a sudden in there's in like, like the 14 March, copies of it like a whole bunch of copies from not us mm-hmm. with other photographs but they've all called their journals we bought a spady journal like ours so that it comes up when someone no, they copy and pasted the title and the subtitle like it like literally copy and pasted i was devastated so ours is the only one that has five star reviews and it's literally one of a kind and we have photographs throughout which are super and karen's super sweet you don't get those you don't get those (laughs) you won't have a used copy like mine (laughs) but none none of the other ones have photos in them and they blatantly ripped me off and i'm pissed off about it so if you want the original one that supports this con podcast and the yeah. work that because Lucy the money that doing, we get from selling those helps pay for it it just goes to the podcast, podcast who, hosting and stuff like yes. that so that is luckily my super appreciated yeah yeah, and someday we might have a real producer and not use my 14-year-old son, <laughs> in we, which case we'll actually need actual money to pay an actual if human. If we have a real producer, <laughs> then we actually get, like, the silly little rubbish bits in the middle, like, 
Like when I'm screaming for my kids. I actually, my mic was muted. Thank you. So only YouTube has to listen to that. But the podcast <laughs> members, thankfully, will be spared. But anyways, Wait, it definitely scoot? does help us. Yeah, we're going to scoot. Thanks for watching and thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys next okay. week. Bye. 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 If you'd like to join in some of the fairy fun and antics, come and find us on Instagram. We're called Owen's Got One Not over there as well. And if you have a friend that's partial to the fae or maybe they're even a secret selkie, then please share this podcast with them. For more information on our fantasy-themed notebooks and journals, uncut and unedited YouTube videos, and to share with us your own scary or folklore-related stories, and also for more information on our Celtic Collective art program, you can find all that information and more over at our website, onescottonenot.com.